Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie. And welcome to Word to the Mother. Y'all here today? Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Y'all feel me? Yeah. Y'all feel good? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you need to eat some more cannolis with some, <laughs> <and> some cheese. <laughs> Take some more of that wine. You Make sure you're awake. All right, yes. today's episode is none other than the princess of R&B, Aaliyah. Yay! So pumped because I, I love, love, love Aaliyah so much. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that this is one of the first episodes. My guests today are two people that I have sang with, danced with, Dressed up in costume with, may have shown some ass cheeks with, twerked with. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about more, t- talking about some more Be More Karaoke fans. Yes. Hey. Be yes, More Karaoke be more. again. How y'all doing? Hey. Give it up, give it up. Um, <laughs> Charles and Patrice. Yes. Hey. Thank What's you up, for y'all? joining. What? You're welcome. Charles is. <laughs> <laughs> Charles <laughs> is a volunteer for Baltimore in Conversation and also a blogger for the Wacko Monologues. Thank you for being here, Charles. Thank you for having me. You want to tell us a little bit about Baltimore in Conversation and then maybe a little bit about the Wacko Monologues? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so Baltimore in Conversation is in a partnership with the Baltimore City Health Department. And what we do right there is uh, we foster uh, safer sex and uh, sex community within the uh, career community of color in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have events, we have photo shoots, you know, for, we just had a photo shoot for our trans and gender, gender career people in Baltimore. And we had a photo shoot and a panel, and we have a storyteller series as well. Mm. And we're also just doing you know, different outreach uh, programs here and there, so. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Now, what about the, the Wacko Monologues? This is your blog you've had yes. for a while. Yeah. I have checked it out, and it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I've had this blog since I was 20? Mm. Sophomore year in college. Uh, well, I actually don't know how many years that is, but I'm assuming it's more than yeah. seven or eight. It's or about, yeah, about seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe like nine next year, I guess. But yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not as often as it used to be, but what I do on there is I write about books and spirits, you know, life, you know, growing up as a uh, 20-something in uh, Boston, just in life. I also do short stories on there. And what I have coming up soon is my Toy Bias uh, 17 Best Albums of 2017. Mm. And that would be dropping on the last day of the year because I feel like that's when the album review should come out. Okay. Yeah, so if uh, you guys want to check it out, it's at the Rockin' at at blogspot.com. Yep, yep, I checked it out. It's pretty cool. And my oh. other guest is Patrice, a writer, a playwright, an aspiring vlogger, and an herbalist who is a partner in the Warrior Healer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, yeah. So I have been writing since I was six. Um, I wrote my first play, um, first grade. The school loved it so much that we put on a school play of my play. Um, I also wrote a screenplay for um, a Disney Channel uh, contest a long time ago when I was like 10 or 12. Um, on, 10 or 12. I, I made it to like the finalists, but I didn't win, but I made it to the finalists. I don't care. It was a Disney channel. <laughs> yes. And, um, 
I am currently working on a vlog uh, on YouTube to um, explain different things about um, my life. Um, the main things about my life is uh, parenting. Mm. Um, my daughter will be 17 next month and I'm, wow. I'm like, it's surreal that I'm about to be the mother of an adult. So I really, really want to talk about that and share some of the things that I've learned about parenting. With I need the to world. check that out because even though I'm far away from it, I'm always curious about that. But, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, another part of the vlog would be um, polyamory. Mm. Um, a lot of times people are so confused with polyamory because uh, monogamy is what's taught in the world of um, one person is supposed to be everything and usually with people who have dysfunctional families and they don't have the support that um, monogamy, when monogamy works, mm -hmm. they have the support of the family. But when you don't have support of the family, um, you kind of need a lot more support from your partners or your friends. Yeah. So um, polyamory really helps with uh, people who have dysfunctional families. Yeah. And then another part is Drum roll, please. What? Religion. Ooh. That ahead. is a sore, sore, sore point for so many people. Very and true. especially Very the true. way the politics are going right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that would be a really, really important segment of my vlog. I am currently working on it. It's in the process. Um, but I will definitely let you know. Yes. So you can let our listeners know when yes. it is ready and when they can go on YouTube and check out my vlog. I'm definitely curious. I, I want to hear more about the polyamory, so I'll be looking out for that. Definitely. Yeah. I want to. I've always been curious about it because I think you're the first person I know who's involved with that. So it's it's, it's stuff that I want to know. The about. first person that you know. But like openly, at least. Yeah. So I was like, I want to hear mm -hmm. all about it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Okay. Well, cool. Well, let's get into it, y'all. Aaliyah, we need to celebrate. Yes. Right. So let's see. Aaliyah Dana Harden was born on January 16th, 1979 in Brooklyn, New York, but raised in Detroit, Michigan. Aaliyah came from a musical background. Her mother was a singer, and her uncle, Barry Hankerson, was an entertainment lawyer who was married to Gladys Knight. Did y'all know that? Mm-hmm, I did. Okay. Yeah, y'all fans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As a child, she performed in various talent shows and also appeared on Star Search, though she did not win that round. Uh, that spawned her to keep going, and at the age of 11, she began auditioning for record labels. At the age of 12, she was signed to her Uncle Barry's Jive Records and began recording her debut album under the mentorship of R&B singer and producer R. Kelly. Mm. And yeah, we're going to get into that. Mm. <laughs> wow. Aaliyah began working on her album while attending the Detroit High School for the Fine and Performing Arts and maintaining a 4.0 grade point average. In 1994, her debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, was released, and its debut single, Back and Forth, was certified gold. The second single, At Your Best, You Are Love, hit number six on the Billboard Hot 100, and the album went on to sell three million copies. Charles and Patrice, are y'all ready to go back to 1994? Oh, yeah. Let's go back. So, where were you? When Aaliyah first dropped. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. This was myself. I was a toddler. What? 
I was, I was, oh only, my gosh. I was only four. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, baby. So, <laughs> my view is going to be from looking at it after it all came out. Yes. Okay. Well, so, you know, we'll but, take it. No. We'll work with it. Yeah. Dang, I, was, <laughs> I was in elementary school mm. and we had just moved from one hood to another hood, yeah, which was worse than the first hood. Mm. And I heard Aaliyah singing and I was just kind of like, oh my goodness, who is this person? Yeah. I'm like this little girl who spent all of her time by herself indoors reading, mm-hmm. listening to the radio. And I wanted to know who this person was. Oh, also watch television. And then that was when we had the box. The box. Yes. Do you remember the box? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you like call and Absolutely. you try and get your song played, but it don't play for like 12 hours later. Uh, that <laughs> might actually be a future episode on the podcast, but yes. yes. The yes. Box Network. Yes. yes. I don't know. I don't know what other states had it, but it was definitely big in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. It was big the in Jersey. Box. Too, was it? Okay. Because yeah. my sister's 13 years older than me, so everything she had, I knew about. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I want to do this someday too. Like, uh, and then by the time I was like, I was, like, I was going like, what? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the box. But yeah, I was. I, I I saw her on the box, and I was just kind of like, oh, I want to be just like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to adopt uh, the whole style of straightening my hair. I I learned how to straighten my hair. Mm. Just so I can have it covering one eye, yes. I started wearing really, really baggy clothes. It wasn't, you know, only because those were the only hand-me-downs I had. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I started wearing them the way that she wore them. Yeah. And then, like, my mom would catch me wearing a sports bra outside with, like, baggy clothes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got in trouble so many times, but I didn't stop. But yeah, it was hot. It was hot. It was. I remember now. I remember very clearly the first time I saw the back and forth video. I don't know why, but it was a Saturday, and it was one of those like little video shows that come on in the middle of the day, not on cable. And what I remember about it is like, I paid if, if an artist came out and they were like really close to my age or younger, I would I would scrutinize them more. I don't why probably mm-hmm. probably because i was a little bit jealous because they were on tv and my ass was not <laughs> and i wanted to be but anyway i remember her video came out and i remember that burr, 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 let me see you go back and i'm like it's the l-i-y-a-h and i remember being like who is this girl who does she think she is and i think she has sunglasses on and her little midriff going and r kelly and it's friday and i'm ready to sing and i'm already liking the song but i'm like does she think what who is she <laughs> and i think i was looking at her like mm, okay she's not all that but at the same time i'm all in the video like mm-hmm. okay this is really hot later that day i remember me and my friend hanging out and the song was stuck in our heads and we were like at some playground and we were just singing it the whole day you know i got jazz personality beaming and we were just like <laughs> i was acting like i wasn't impressed but clearly i was impressed because that song was in my head mm-hmm. all day long i was thinking about her and I, you know i was all like oh she's looking so cute and da 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 anyway that just always stuck with me because i think i don't know i just paid close attention to her from the start that stuck in my head and then i think the next videos were like age ain't nothing but a number yeah. and the rest of it I, ever since then i was just like zoned in on mm-hmm. what she was doing 
She looked fly as hell. Yeah. You know, she was wearing what was popular then, the baggy clothes yes. with the little midriffs. Yes. I think she had and tummy she, showing. I can't she, yeah, she had tummy showing. But she, had she also looked unimpressed with the world. And that was the thing that, like. She, she wore sunglasses a lot. And out. she was hiding herself. Self, and she looked super duper cool and, like, you know, mm, you know, like, not. Like, she wasn't trying to be sexy, mm-hmm. but she had all this, like, street appeal. And then she sung with this, like, really soft, whispery voice, which. I was like, at that point, like, I was really into singers who had, like, the big gospel voices or could do all the fancy runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she came out, and her singing style was just so different. It was like, it, it made you pay attention. Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, she's what? She was, like, 14, 15, I think. Yeah, but she at the time, she didn't say her age. She wouldn't tell anybody no, her age. No, she was mysterious. That's why. She would not tell her age. She's like, I just want you to judge me by my music and mm-hmm. not how old I am, so I'm right. not going to tell you how old I am. Even though and she's like 14, maybe 15. So right? Like, mm-hmm. She was a baby. She was a baby. And that was around the time where I was obsessed with Toni Braxton. I knew her, Toni Braxton's entire album. Oh, really? Her entire album. Okay. Yeah. I have to keep that in mind. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, she was very mysterious about her age. I love aging, apparently, because aging wasn't nothing but a number. That's what you were saying, right? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she just had this sort of attitude, like she was really cool. And I was just like trying to figure her out and like, you know, is that really her singing voice? And can she really sing live? And da 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 da. And she just kept getting better and better so she just like really made like a big impression on me and I think the fact that I think she was just one year younger than me I just followed her career from like day one I felt like I was right there and I felt like I really knew her magazines came out she did interviews I was on a I was watching tv like this like I want to know what she was saying what is she like how did she get this record deal so young and I was kind of jealous and stuff uh-huh, yes. right? <laughs> I was all up in her, her Kool-Aid, basically. Plotting how I'm going to get to Showtime at the Apollo to get noticed. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then she wore the wrap, which was, like, my favorite hairstyle ever. I think throughout all high school, I had the wrap, and I tried to, like, wear it like hers. I think first she just had, like, a little part or whatnot, but she was mm-hmm. into just, like, the smooth hair, and just everything was just, like, really street, but, like, sweet, just, like, they kind of marketed her. But, yeah, I was just, like, seriously impressed with her from, like, the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charles, you know, in diapers, yeah. did you hear? I did. I her think. Song? I think. <laughs> did your mama play it when you were in your nursery? Like my mama, like I said, my sister was thirteen years older than me, so oh. a lot of times she babysit me. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't remember. I remember the first album, but I remember my first one of my first memories is like being five. My sister was babysitting me. And I was watching the hypnotizer video. Mm. I was like, so obviously that lavish video was like, yo, this is the shit. <laughs> I want to be on the boat. I want the right suit. I know I'm only five, but y'all can do this. And then I think, uh, I think it was a video for uh, back and forth coming after that. I was like, oh, this is cool, all right. I mean, it ain't, ain't biggie, but all right, it's cool. <laughs> you know, after you see the hypnotized video, anything you see after, it's gonna kind of pair in comparison. But I was like, it's still, it's not nice. So, but yeah. this is what's like all into like Aaliyah, like mm-hmm. Tony, everybody else. So like, no, I was aware of it. So because I went back to it mm-hmm. and. I think one of my favorite things to do is uh, on Twitter, I will remind people, like, hey, remember Ace Ain't Nothing My Number, that song? Yeah. You know what it's about. You know what it's about. Oh, <laughs> man. And we're actually just, that actually is a really good yeah, segue. Yeah, yeah. Because after release of her first album, rumors began to swirl about Aaliyah and R. Kelly's relationship. Mm-hmm. Then Vibe Magazine published a copy of a marriage c- certificate that the couple had signed on August 31st, 
Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Mm-hmm. First, because I think I heard it. At first, I heard it, and then you know, of course, I wasn't sure because there's always rumors. But then I saw a copy of the certificate, and I was like, "What?" Uh huh. It was. It also listed Aaliyah's age as 18, which she was not at the time. The two denied it publicly and never admitted to it, though the rumor was that they were very, very close. Sister to Sister magazine editor said that R. Kelly claimed when he got with Aaliyah, it was magic, quote unquote. And people close to them observed her coming and going out of his house, even walking his dog, 12th play. Yeah, that was his dog name, apparently. Mm. Aaliyah eventually admitted in court documents that she had lied about her age, and in 1997, she filed suit to have all records of the marriage expunged because she was not old enough under state law to get married without her parents' consent. It was reported that she cut off all professional and personal ties with R. Kelly after the marriage was annulled and ceased having contact with them. Any thoughts on that? Well, I'll just say, ask the baby. When I, uh, when I found out about it, I think it was in college. Okay. So, like, it was, like, 2008 or so. So, I was like, wait, what? Let me, <laughs> hold up, let me, I was like, so Google, all right, R. Kelly, big popping, popping, all right. Earlier, she was like, she was a teenager, most in the 90s, like, math, oh, snap. And then I find this, and then, like, two years later, I was listening to AC number, AC number, I was like, wait a minute. It all makes sense. Yo. <laughs> Like, I had to stop, I was like, this, this changed my whole life. Like, <laughs> yo, like, mm-hmm. how? And then it's like, okay, okay, did that. Then probably did this. And the, yo, how can we still rock with R. Kelly? After all right? this. Right? But Like, for me, it was just kind of like, because I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I was of the age that, you right. know, he, yeah. he, that he preyed on mm-hmm. females. And that was... That was like terrifying and it was like hurtful as well because I've had to experience mm-hmm. grown men trying to um, manipulate me and convince me that I wanted to be in a relationship with them and, oh, wow. and I'm a teenager. So uh-huh. it was just kind of like, I, 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 I felt really, really bad um, for her and her parents and her family mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like this is going to be something that's going to that's not going to go away like everybody knows about it now it's like it's not it's yeah. not going to go away and then it was also upsetting because here you have this guy still making music yeah and nobody really like nothing has really come of no. it when you think about it oh. exactly like, just turn and make like the very sappy, like stepping name of love, like all oh, these two set uh, music. Yeah, trying to like cover the image up instead of making it seem about the sex. Family, now. happy, churchy, right. yeah, yeah, happy people. No, wait, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no before, even before that, I believe I can. Yo, fly. yeah, that's that nineties. That's a really that's good point. I believe I can touch for with a, the church with the choir in yes. the background. Was, like, was that for Space Jam too? Like, yeah, like kids so. yes, like asking for forgiveness for mm-hmm. his mistakes and all of these things in a song, and then everybody just forget, and the next thing you know, mm-hmm. he's stick my key into your ignition. Right. Oh I guess we did that. I got the most. Oh, and then on top of that, around the same time that her first CD was released, mm-hmm. he released 12 Play. 12 mm-hmm. Play. And nobody mm-hmm. has to know. Oh. Yeah. 
but the whole Asian number 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 was like a big thing with me. Like, ah, uh-huh, but it's not, you know. Like that was yeah. the name of the first it, album too. Yeah, yes, it feels like that he produced. It feels like mm. he manipulated. I think he her. was in almost every song, every video. Yeah, like, I, I they were super like, tight. Like, 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 top to bottom, he was involved in it. I really felt concerned for her family because I don't know how much they knew, but they just seemed like a really good, very close family and i'm sure it was probably very upsetting and i'm sure when they found out they probably jumped on all of that right Mm -hmm. baby girl come here yeah yeah but it's kind of weird thinking about it now with in light of the recent all of the sexual harassment and allegations that are going on now and how Mm. quickly things are moving you can't help but look back and look at other people like huh nothing happened there but Mm. it's funny now like things are like really happening really fast in the media Mm -hmm. and And with a lot of people now but it makes you take a look back at some other people like hmm that's kind of interesting right because it was in but because people knew about it but nothing happened he just kept paying off people like every single time someone came up it was just like paying off people and then Aaliyah, she's like trying to save face and trying to like not let it bring her career down. So I'm pretty sure she didn't want it to be a big thing because she wanted to continue with her career. Right. So it was just kind of like, you know, I don't want to have any ties with him or anything like that. And and I'm pretty sure she, and I'm pretty sure, I, my opinion, I feel like she realized that he manipulated her and didn't want to seem like um she was so like distraught or hurt and she needed to recover from that because i'm pretty sure yeah. she believed that he loved her and i'm oh. pretty sure it felt because the way that she is and the way that she was raised and like the family unit that she has i'm pretty sure she was just kind of like i'm not having sex with you unless we get married mm. oh I, you know i never thought about that and in order to have sex with her he <gasps> forged a marriage certificate I never thought about that. Before. So she yes. believed that they were married. Because it's in like, why are you married in at order, 14? Yeah, you know, right. 15. In order for him to have her oh. sexually. Oh, jeez. I never thought thought about that. That's interesting, though. Well, that kind of comes back to like, him having like, the, the coat he had, well, has still, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely one for another podcast. Definitely. We definitely have to get into that, but... Yeah, I'm sure her family jumped in and definitely intervened. And, and according to the media, she never acknowledged it, would refuse to talk about it, stayed you know, very quiet about it. And I mean, when I was going back and doing my background research on her, that really is the only negative blip in her career. After yeah. that, yeah. she kept her nose clean. Mm-hmm. Never any scan- other scandals or controversies at all. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad that that happened so early in her career. I mean, she did bounce back. Yeah. She did. She bounced back with a vengeance. But did. when I think about that first album, I, I think about R. Kelly. Like, he's yeah, such me a too. big part he's of it. He's on the yeah. cover of the album. Is he on the cover? Yeah, yeah he's, he's in, in the, the background. background. It was blurred out a little bit, but he's in the background sitting like this. And you know what? Think about it. It's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy. Yeah, it yeah, right? I'm looking at it right now. Yep. That's look- him with the glasses. Yep. Uh huh. That's him. Leaning up against like a wall. Yeah, with yeah. the vest on. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, the vest with no shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was his style right there in the 90s. It was. Yeah. Oh, ew. He had his eye on her. Yeah. And I can, I can totally respect her not want to talk about it because why would you want to talk about something that hurt you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was probably a very low point for her in her life. To the whole experience. To, to like talk about it to the whole entire world. It's, it's, very none of, it's nobody's business. It's yeah. none of our business. Yeah. It, you know, it was definitely unfortunate, but luckily she, she moved away from that and yeah. professionally and personally. 
Yeah. Which brings us to the next album, yes, which got even better. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let's see. In 1996, class of 96, Aaliyah (laughs) left Jive and signed with Atlantic Records, where she began to work with producers Timbaland and Missy Elliott. Yeah. Winning combo. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Please come back together and do anything. Apparently, the new and upcoming producers were initially nervous to work with the already successful Aaliyah, but noted that when they met her, she was completely warm and welcoming, and they immediately felt like a family. One in a Million was released, and the first single, If Your Girl Only Knew, topped the charts in the first two weeks. If your girl only knew. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this was followed by the singles One in a Million Oh my god I love this song Yes Hot Like Fire And Four Page Letter Yes And the hottest single Are You That Somebody Which yes. went on to garner her Her first Grammy Award nomination yes. The album went on to sell Three million copies In the US And eight million internationally Oh yes. So what I remember About the second album coming out I remember If Your Girl Only Knew I was like, kind of okay about this song It was, it was good Whatever but I definitely remember she was stepping it up like a lot, a lot of artists mm-hmm. do, being sexy and being sultry. Mm-hmm. You know, the first album she was wearing the baggy clothes, and well, she was kind of like I don't think she was trying to be sexy though. She was like really street. Mm-hmm. She looked like a, a younger girl too. But this time she's I remember she's laying on a car on the hood of a car somewhere, and um, singing to the camera is like oh, okay, Aaliyah's growing up now. I get mm-hmm. it now. And, She's dressing sexier, me and sexier. I mean, she's a couple years old at this point, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, TLC did the same thing. It came out first with the baggy clothes, mm. yes. which you and I know because yes. we performed we did. as TLC. And it was fire. I, <laughs> I, I got my seat. I was like, yes, three black girls that did them TLC. Great yes. for this moment. Yes, we did it. Just everything. Yeah, start out with the baggy clothes. And then the next time, you got to step it up. You got to be more mature. You got to be more grown. You got to be mm-hmm. more sexy. I just remember that she started showing her body more. Mm-hmm. And you got to be more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So like she girl, really challenged herself. She did. So this time we're working with Timbaland and Missy Elliott. And it's hard for me to imagine them as like up and coming producers. Right. When, when I read that, I was like, I like they were like, new. Like, like Ali was around. They came to her. It was like, yo, we mad nervous. We mad new. Right. right. I just read that last night. And I'm right. like, wow. That happened. Right. Like, I was gonna, she's definitely younger but that then. was, but that so, was yeah. definitely yeah, around like the time. Kid. That was around the same time that Missy and Timbaland was like booming. It was oh like coming gosh. up. That combination. Yeah. That's like a whole other conversation. But basically, for me, Timbaland and Missy together. I mean, and I'm the big Missy fan. They mm. just couldn't do no wrong. Oh. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm a big beats person. I'm a big dance beats person. Yeah. And you get that. Mm, mm, do 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 do. Uh uh uh. Uh, uh. I lose my mind. So. No, but no, but, like even like in the low key ones, like uh, one in the middle, like the crickets in the background. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm all about the bass and the real fat. Oh. Like, wasn't that Missy on the other babies? And then in one of her songs, have an elephant in the background. Like, which one yeah. is an elephant? Yeah. Which one? I, I, elephant? I don't remember which one. I, I want to say it's revolution. Res- resolution. We need a resolution. Mm-hmm. And they have that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they had all that. They had the whole animal kingdom in mm-hmm. all of their songs. Oh my gosh, it was just yeah, it was just like really inventive. I mean, yes. what he did with the baby crying <laughs> and the little snaps. Oh yes. my gosh, that was like just amazing. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Just great. amazing. Then on top of that, mm-hmm. these videos, yo, like 
I was always really, really into videos. I, I say it again. I used to. I felt like I studied videos like it was my major in school because mm. when the videos came on, I spent most of my te- my teens glued to MTV, VH1, and the Box Network. And I mean, when the videos came on, I was glued to the screen. I needed to understand the dance, the style. Like this is like yes. okay, this is what I need to know. How I wear my hair, what kind of clothes I need mm-hmm. to wear, what kind of attitude, mm-hmm. what kind of steps I need to do. It was like mm-hmm. this is my life is knowing how to present like yes. they're doing. You're teaching me your ways, oh guru, Aaliyah. <laughs> Aaliyah's one not one in a million. Yes, one in a million. That's a slow one. Love yeah. you, babe. Love you, babe. Love you, I remember she had on this like white pant. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I gotta bring this up. This was the debut of the hair that swooped down over one eye. What? Oh my gosh. Even now, I, I still it. want my hair like that, and I can't even rock that at all because I can't wear, have hair in my face. But it was like the slickest, most badass hairstyle ever. All the girls were trying to rock it. It's hard to have your hair like that. It I, was. I did it. Did I you? I did it successfully. The oh, glasses. The glasses. Did, you? did you put the, the glasses? Like over? I had the glasses and the swoop. It was partially because. <laughs> and the swoop. Oh, it was partially because I was trying to hide. Mm. Well, she was too. I was really, really trying to hide myself, mm. and um, I was because of uh, like as I, I mentioned it earlier, like as a teenager, like and during that time walking on the street, mm. it was attractive, and then I have like really light colored eyes and mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street minding my business trying to get to school and get stopped and harassed so I was like wear like my hair covering half my face glasses and I thought it was cool I felt good about myself and the baggy clothes and like like yeah. trying to like just blend in and skirt through mm-hmm. <laughs> yes but I mean, oh. she she just I felt like I wasn't alone like she helped me feel like she's a uh, she was amazing I'm so happy that she just like came out and what sorry I just was I just had to look up something really quickly because I felt like are you that somebody didn't come from that album. Yeah, it came from the Dr. Doolittle soundtrack thank you I had it down but something about it didn't feel right I remember coming out later yeah but um because that was like the first time I like I was with it I remembered her like because I was like Eight or nine that time when Dr. Blue came out. So, like, yeah. Like, this kid, movie market like, kids like me. Yeah. And then that soundtrack came out and that video came out. Yes. You know, with the, with the Falcon. Dude, the Falcon. Oh, like, yes. Like, and like, it's like the like, kind of like water drop kind of background, the screen in the background, the Dr. Blue playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And some of them was like, it looked like kind of in the video. Like, the choreography in that video okay. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think actually... Mm-hmm. I don't know, we skipped from the second album. I'm not sure when the Dr. Dude Little mm-hmm. album came out, but I just realized I don't think that was on our album, so I just had to check it out. Yeah. So, correction. Yeah, single. But yes, I think that that is actually my all time favorite video of hers. And that's the one I was referencing that I watched last night. And, and a lot of times, like, since I've been doing stuff the podcast, I'll look up videos. I'll watch a little bit, you know. But that one, come on, I have to sit and watch the whole thing because it is just so. End. Uh, it's also that dance amazing. break. That dance his. Break. The whole Especially dance. Yes. The outfit. Oh, another thing I remember, because it's so 90s. Her hair. She like the little bitty ponytails. Yes. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I used to do that with the little oh, butterfly clips. Bit, yes, I the little clips. 
Then she still had to swoop. She still had to swoop. And then the rest was out. And then she had like this midriff. And I think something was around her waist. And yes. her waist looked like it was 10 inches wide. And then all these little dance and yeah, do, she do, had do, the do, waist do. beads. East coast, mm, 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 mm. west coast. Bro. I mean, Man, that is dirty side to the dirty, dirty. What? <laughs> 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 <I> guess, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, ugh. yes, I watched it. I had to watch the whole thing. I was mesmerized all over again because everything about the video was just perfection. She looked, and it's like everything I want in a video. She looked fucking amazing. Her body, her outfit, her hair, her face, her little her winks. dance moves. The dance, and I love really technical, highly choreographed, Janet Jackson-like dance. Like, I oh, love. That was, that and was it amazing. looked, yes. and she did it so flawlessly. Yes. yes. Like, so I'm like, she okay. wasn't even trying. Right. And you know what? Her first album, I don't think there was much choreography in her videos. I don't think she was no. really dancing like that. She so wasn't. now she is breaking out, and she is busting moves like, Oh my God! Who? What the? Yeah. Heck, what? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, what I want my life to be. Yeah. If I could live, it would be yeah. in a video like this. Like the videos for her second album, she was dancing just a little bit, but then when "Are You That Somebody" came out, it, it was just kind of like, it was like boom, a breakout. dance, 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 yes. dance. Yes, and it was and like breakouts. I yeah. just. And I then couldn't. she did the partner dancing. It was yes. just like, at the end, the little break thing yes. with the skirts and the sweats yes. and the little fans. Yeah, like a little like tango. A, yeah, I was about to say the tango. <laughs> it's like an R and B, hip hop, tango. Mm-hmm. Anybody that lives, anybody, anybody that lives, I don't know what to say. Yeah, org, dot net, dot gov. <laughs> and that was just like a sign mm-hmm. of things to come because I think after that, all of her videos was just more of the same. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, you know, and I actually don't remember like Hot Like Fire or Four Page Letter videos as much. I remember yeah, but those Four songs. Four Page Letter is my jam to this day. Yes. Now, I, I don't remember there being a video for it. Me either. But I remember, I love the album. It was. She was in the um, middle of the desert. Mm. I think I Not saw the desert, well in the middle of a forest. There was a fire. She she was dancing a little bit in that one because okay. there was a group of people. She was on top of a car. She was singing and she was like, I'm sending you a four page letter. And I enclose it with a kiss. See, that's why we in karaoke. <laughs> this is why we went leaves well, no, and that, stuff. That intro, though? I forgot, I forgot the date. No, not even the intro. Like, the, okay. the, the spoken part. The oh. spoken part. Like, May 4th, 1990. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that whole album yes. was so good. Now the first album it had a couple songs I really liked, but there was a lot of like filler songs. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember playing that back and forth. Oh, yeah. I did. And At Your Best was a really good cover. At Your yeah. Best was beautiful. I remember hearing that on the radio and being like, I had to pick up my face. Like it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, like, they would play that like because like, my mom was listening to the oldie station like yeah. when, when, when we were in school. They would play that version sometimes over the version over like what that yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. beautiful. But this album, the one in a million album, I, I, I played this one out. And I remember most of the tracks I really, really love. Four, four Page Letter was one of those songs. Yes. Yeah, I think I saw the video many years later, but I had to rewind that when I loved singing along that. And it had that, mm, 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 mm. It had that beat. Mm-hmm. It had a nice bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sending mm-hmm. you a four page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yes. Um, I don't remember any other videos, but... But I de- but yeah, after Are You That Somebody, and I, I can't remember exactly what it came on, all the videos after that I felt like kept with the same 
pace. Her yeah. looking gorgeous. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. makeup, hair, yeah, lighting. More and more gorgeous. Just perfect. More and, more gorgeous. and the dance steps are just really, really hot. So then I came to expect it from her, and she just, like, always delivered. Yes, every single time. Oh, another thing I liked is um, she did a cover to Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up. I love that because I love Marvin Gaye. My mom used to play Marvin Gaye. And Got to Give It Up is one of my all-time favorite 70s songs. So I like that. And then she did one for Choosy Lover, which yeah. I think was um, a cover of the Osley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm so proud of you. And wasn't it like slow and then it like got a little beat later and then uh-huh. it got faster? That was, that was really tight. They did some good production there. Any yeah. other favorite songs or something you can think of? Favorite songs? Not from her, from from those albums, but from her, her later ones. Oh okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yes. So let's see. Um, moving along, in 1999, Aaliyah starred opposite martial artist Jet Li in the movie Romeo Must Die. Mm-hmm. She was also executive producer of the film soundtrack and recorded four songs for it, including "Try Again" and "Come Back in One Piece." Peace, peace, peace. Yes. <laughs> I had to watch that last night because I couldn't remember what the four songs were. And then she recorded them, and I think she did. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if she released them, and I think they might have all been released, but try again. I remember that video because Jet Lee was in it. That was another one with some bad ass dance moves. Oh my goodness, her costume, her outfit. Yes. I've always wanted that outfit. I was just like, I want that outfit. She was iced out. Yes. And she had her, she stuck with her, like, her signature outfit with, like, the bra and pants. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, I love it. I love it. What I liked about the video Jet Li was in it, like, he was holding her hands at one point. She, like, walked up the wall. Uh Uh-huh. But the Mm -hmm. dance move was just, like, really cool. And I think there was a video where it had all these different, like, cuts in the mirrors. Mm -hmm. In the mirrors. Beautiful. That's just perfect. That's just for the empty generation. I just, I just eat all this stuff up. All the slick editing. It was just slick. I never saw the movie. Actually, did anybody? I did not see. The movie. I did see the movie. Okay, so maybe you could. It wasn't any good. I don't know. Yeah. So it, it was good. Okay. It was good. I was a little worried. Yeah. Um, about her acting. Mm. However, um, for her first movie. Yeah. She did so much better than Beyonce on her first movie. I was because when say, Beyonce did. Yeah. I was like, girl, please Listen, stop talking. I love, I love Beyonce. <laughs> but I think all of us in the hive know that acting is not her strong suit. No, yeah. it's not. And we, but Ali. And also, we try to forget about, you know, that hip hop her that we don't talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. That was on MTV, too. But, you know, we don't. Isn't it funny, yeah. though, how you can be like, to me, it's weird how you can be a great, accomplished singer and dancer, but mm. then acting? Because I kind of feel like it should be kind of, I feel like it should be related. Like, when you're in videos, that's like kind of acting. Yeah. Like it you're is acting. You're singing to the camera, and you're doing this but and see, that. see, it's, it's kind of, but it's more so lip syncing, which is like a different kind of art at the same True. time. Yeah, it is a different yeah. kind of art. Clearly, yeah. it's very different because yes. yeah. you think, not, not playing different characters, you're still playing yourself in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is yeah, good. So, and she was really, really good. Like, mm-hmm. it, it didn't seem, she didn't seem so scripted. Um, she still had a lot to learn, and she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was really, really good for her first movie, especially for a movie from the 90s. Like, she, mm-hmm. she, she, she was good. She was oh, really good. One day. I just remember seeing a couple of clips, and I thought she was cute in it. But, you know, for me, I only needed her to be cute and keep singing and dancing. But <laughs> I Yeah, no, I was fine. obsessed. Were you? I was obsessed. I wanted to see, I wanted to experience everything that she wanted to do. Oh, yeah. I've seen every last movie, listened to every last song. 
even the underground stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's see. In 2001, Aliyah starred in the movie Queen of the Damned. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we going there in the role of Queen Akasha, an ancient vampire. She was also scheduled to star in the sequels of The Matrix matrix as the character z mm-hmm. and we'll get into that later so i also did not see queen of the damned but it's I on was, netflix is it is it i mm-hmm. should check it out i was really excited for her being in it though because i thought that sounds like a really cool role and yeah. i can't re- i can't recall if there was any songs from like a soundtrack or anything like that but no she didn't do any songs for that soundtrack mm. most of the songs from that soundtrack were performed by the late chester from lincoln park mm. Oh, um, okay. So you're me not seeing it, so. Yeah, and uh, different other rock um, artists. Because it was kind of like. Yeah, it's a vampire movie. Yeah. Um, a lot of rock artists. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have a really, really huge part in the movie. Okay. But <clears throat> I like vampires as well. And she was the queen. Yeah. I did find on YouTube <laughs> there's a, um, a clip of her on the set. Mm-hmm. doing a scene from it and it looked pretty good in the scene you know there's no like soundtrack or anything she's like getting ready for a role and, uh, and and people commenting how it must be kind of awkward to do movie scenes because it was real real quiet and she has to do this accent and do all of this and i was also thinking too gosh mm-hmm. i would be kind of uncomfortable doing that but she did it and then she did. i had to remember well she studied drama and performing arts high school yeah, so you know I th- and actually i think that was her major was actually uh-huh. drama and not music so yeah. it's like yeah, that, like that makes sense. Oh my goodness, she, she walked in and she said, warms my blood, so uh, you're all standing here yes. plotting against me. The arena, yes. The scene I saw, I think, was actually of her doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, offset, so. Yeah. I still want every last one of her costumes in that movie. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm sure I wanted to. If, if I had it tight like that, I wanted to. I'm going to make Everything it. Everything she wore to me, I want. Everything. Yeah. Okay, so moving along. Ugh, I hate the move along. In July of 2001, she released her self-titled and third album, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. with the debut single, We Need a Resolution. We need a resolution. Mm-hmm. We need a resolution. Mm-hmm. We have so much confusion. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Am I supposed to change? With the life? snake. Yes. Yes. Okay, I finished. I got, let me finish my thought. Okay. Again, produced skillfully by Timbaland and mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, and selling. Okay, well, just Timbaland. I think it added Missy, and selling 187 copies in its first week. She released a gorgeous and seductive video in which she was cuddled up with a large snake. Chow, this video mm-hmm. here. I was watching it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, third girl, the snake. She, in this video, she had like light eyes. She was like 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 laying around with like dirt on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very futuristic. So this it was, was two thousand one, and I think in yeah. two thousand one, a lot of videos were doing this whole sort of space futuristic thing. Yes. 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 There's one scene where she's like she like she's mm-hmm. levitating, she's laying like in the mid air mm-hmm. with headphones. It was just perfection. Like I just I'm ha- I had to have a moment. It just she of course she was gorgeous. Yeah. Like we've established that. Mm-hmm. It was like. Oh, gorgeous. Like, that look is how I wish I could look every day of my life. Long, wavy hair, and just gorgeous body, but just, like, whatever she's wearing. And mm-hmm. oh. then, of course, 
if I wasn't loving that enough, then she'd get back on her jeans. Girl, holla. Yes, and then do her little dance for him. You give me bits and pieces. You trying to tell me what you don't even know the reason. Me and you. Yes, I was watching a video last night, and um, I don't know where my son was. Uh, he didn't exist at the moment the video was on, but I was sitting at the thing. I had my headphones on. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. trying to do the dance. Yes, yeah, so I had to like get it together. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, oh, she. It was just a gorgeous Timberland. Ah, oh, what can I say? It's just perfection. Yeah. It was just perfection. Got the album because. Of course, I'm gonna get the album. I had all her albums. Like, I actually would go out and buy the CDs. And, you know, some artists I really like, and some I would like sort of pick, okay, I like this song, or you need a couple more singles. Her, I'm like, oh, she got a new album. Yes, yes. Plus, she would always come out with these gorgeous videos and visuals. Of course, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> this album was, I think, well, the second album was really good. This one was also really good. It was an album I felt like I could play back and forth, just lots of great tracks. Um, lots of great beats because I need beats. I'm not a person that likes a ton of ballads, so she always gives me like here's a couple ballads, but then here's a bunch of other like really cool stuff. But yes, it was just everything. Yeah, see, I had to I had to pull up the album so I can look at the list of songs on it. Yes. Um. So yeah, this was like the my favorite. Um, we need a resolution. Um. No, this album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite songs on here was um, More Than a Woman. Oh, you know what? I didn't even make a note of that, but yeah, yes. More Than a Woman. When she was like doing the little hip shake yes. and the white. And the white. And, and then when she went, hair was like a little yes. mohawky thing and she'd never wear yes. hair like that before. She and I was like, oh, she changed her hair. I was excited. Yes. About this. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get ahead of us. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but at the end, when they first released that video mm. and they did the In Love and Memory, yeah. oh my goodness, I was I think when I saw it, it was before the head. No, maybe it wasn't. Oh, they didn't release it until after because. Oh. It was right after. I'm, oh I feel like gosh. I'm getting ahead of us. Oh, we are. Oh, I'm getting so, ahead. Okay, so. We gotta talk about it. We we'll get there. It. Yes, I Care For You was another one. Yeah. I yes, Care so For You. We're gonna get there too. So, like, the other songs I liked um, that were not released is one called I Refuse. And it was yes. like, it was very emotional. And she was talking oh about how, God. you know, Basically, she's sort of like standing up for herself and what she won't deal with in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was like a side of her I hadn't really seen. And like, I, I refuse to deal with this. I'm yes. going to deal with that. Yeah, you need to treat me, blah, blah, blah. I really like that one. And it was one called Extra Smooth that was just like a really like mid-tempo one. But it was just kind of really chill and it had a yes. nice little bass line. Yes. And just a really good album. I think I also felt like some of her songs vocally it was a little bit stronger or she was singing out more. And I can't recall what those tracks were, but... Yeah, uh, I really like but, uh, It's Forever on the album, too. Oh, I don't mm. remember that. It's very, like, trancing. Like, it's, it's me and you. 
I, I got to push out right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's wherever, it's wherever. Yes. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that one too. Yes, but no, I refuse was like that was like something that I needed in that moment. I needed yeah. that in that moment. Yeah. So it was just kind of like it was strength too. Yeah. So it was strength, and I was I was in that moment of standing up to my family. Yes. And like oh. standing my ground and telling them like. You know, Aaliyah was like, tell, tell, I refuse. I was like, yeah, I refuse. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like basically just taking her words and just saying them because. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need to do something. And like, she just, she was there. It was like, you know, it was, was kind of powerful there. and it exuding strength. There was a lot more emotion than yeah. her other videos. Right. A lot more. And a lot of her songs were not typically that emotional. They were just kind of fun. But th- this was like mature. It was. It was mature, Aaliyah. She was showing mm-hmm. us. She was a full adult. She was a grown yeah. woman, and she got emotions yeah. and stuff. She was a whole woman. Aww. And then it was Rock the Boat. Um, that was one of her most riskiest songs. You think Listen, so? Rock the boat, work the middle. I was like, in some none grade, of her songs was that sexual. Yeah, I was. In, I was yeah, in. Right. I was in seventh grade, and I was over my friend's house, like my little, uh, like my play girlfriend at the time, kind of. <laughs> so my parents were upstairs, we in the basement, video premieres. I'm like, oh snap! It's like hip rolling or not, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, even though like, you know. Middle schoolers, they they know. Mm-hmm. Like, who is so dirty? What do you mean? You watch the middle. Oh, ain't about no boat. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my first dirty song. I know was I was dirty too. I was like, yo, Aaliyah, we we here. <laughs> yeah, and the video was just just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was shot it was. in the Bahamas. Yeah, um, that beach, mm-hmm. crystal clear water. Yeah, it was like it was very different from our usual videos because I think her last. Outfits. Mm. Her last couple of videos were sort of like dark and mysterious mm. with dark black backgrounds and space age and da da da. This is a blue sky and the water and the white catamaran mm-hmm. and she had long like curly hair. Mm-hmm. And I think like little beachy stuff. Yeah, with the ripped up jeans. Yes, make me want to go to the beach, get on the catamaran with oh, my some girls ripped up jeans. <laughs> the yeah, did she have shorts on? Because I don't think she ever wore shorts. Yeah, she had on shorts, she had, but they were to her knees. What? Oh. All of her stuff was to her knees. She had the really cute ones. Oh, and did she have like a little tiny? Mm-hmm. Her tops. Her tops are always so cute. Like she had like the tiniest boobs, and I never wanted to have tiny boobs, but she made me want to have tiny boobs I because I always wanted to have tiny boobs. I still so wish. I can wear it. I didn't then, so but I can wear whatever I want right. to wear. Right. She she made me want to have tiny boobs because she would have these tiny little tops that would come all the way down here uh-huh. that I could never wear. You can't wear it. And they would just kind of go like this and you could tell they're not going to fall off because nothing's going to fall blooping out. Ain't nothing swaying, swaying from this <laughs> way and that she way. Gotta, yeah, and it just looks so tight. Ugh, even now. I, oh, she just looked. And I think her hair was like super flat and just, yes, honey. Yeah, just, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's what I want now. I want super flat hair and little tiny boobs. And so, it's just super duper cute. It was just so cute. Yeah, it was just a great video. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts about this album? <laughs> I'm stalling. I <laughs> see you. Okay. Yes. Wonderful album. Wonderful video. 
Okay, then, because I gotta move along. Oh, wait, one more song we didn't say yes. anything about. Never oh. No More. Remind Never me. No More. Oh, wow, it's been a long time. I know. I can't say I really remember that one. That song was like, that was kind of like, and I refused. Like, it was, oh, it was like that, that I'm a stand for myself type of song. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I wonder where that was coming from. We're just her that, maturing. Yeah. Oh, her standing up for herself. I think that it's um, like okay. So I pulled up some of the lyrics. It's like okay, I gave I gave it all to you, with no questions asked. I wanted a future. Who cares about the past? That first argument, you up and left, and then she's just oh. building up to never no more. She's never going to do that to herself again. Now that you're reading the lyrics, I can hear it in my head. I remember that though. I don't remember like the actual tune as much, but mm-hmm. a lot of maturity. I was thinking, one, it's crazy she only had three albums because mm-hmm. I feel like she has so many hits. Yeah, she did have singles from, like, movies. you know, movies and all that, but, like, she only had three albums. Like, her career seems so much longer than that. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing how, unlike a lot of artists and some of the artists that I have already recorded about, her albums seem to get pro- to imp- progressively improve from yeah. back and forth to One in a Million to Aaliyah. Aaliyah was, like, a great album. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing that she had movie roles coming up and, um, you know, she already had did two films and she had all these things. But it was like, oh, Aaliyah, she's about to break out. Like, she's getting really, really big. But the quality did improve. Yeah. And she was becoming a woman. I mean, she was a woman. But, you know, it was like knowing her from 14, 15 is like, oh, she's she's really matured and she's really grown up. And her, her music is growing with her. It was amazing. Yeah. So that brings us to actually right after the um, Rock the Boat video shoot. On August 25th, 2001. You know, we got to go there, y'all. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. On August 25th, 2001. Some yeah, have some wine. You know what? <laughs> let me have a little wine. Let me hear a little that for me. Yeah. All right, right quick. <laughs> and then give me a little bit. A little bit. Because I feel like I don't even want to read it. Tell me one. Okay, that's good. Okay, because, you know. Blush. I just, I mean, so okay. unprofessional. Drinking and recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, it is the profession. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> what? How about that? You have How the about profession. <laughs> On August 25th, 2001, Aliyah, along with hairstylist Eric Foreman, Anthony Dodd, security guard, Security guard Scott Gallen, Keith Wallace, makeup stylist Christopher Maldonado, and Blackground Records employees Douglas Kratz and Gina Smith boarded a twin-engine Cessna 402B leaving Abaco Islands, Bahamas. They were originally scheduled to leave the next day in a larger aircraft, but since the Rock the Boat video shoot wrapped early, they decided to head back right away. Shortly after takeoff and near the end of the runway, the plane plummeted downward and crashed, killing everyone on board, including 22-year-old Alia. Do you remember when that happened? I remember exactly where I was. I do too, and I'll let you go first. I had... I had my daughter earlier that year, so my daughter was a baby. Mm. And um, I was at home preparing myself to go back to school because I was in high school and I had my daughter. And I was 
I had the TV on in our room. Um, it was just on. And I was um, sitting with my daughter, minding my business, and my sister came in to my, my room and she said, oh my goodness, turn it to channel 13. And I was like, what, why? She's like, just turn it to channel 13. And I turned it to channel 13 and I saw what they were saying and I just started crying. I just wow. like broke down. I just started crying. I was like, no, like I made a deal with God that I was going to get to shake her hand at least once. And I was just crying and crying wow. and crying. And my daughter, she was a little tiny thing. Mm. And at the time she was uh, learning how to walk or was she already walking by then? No, she was, she was learning how to walk. Um, and she just like came up to me and she just like, was like, she didn't know what to do. And so yeah. she wrapped her little teeny arms around me and just hugged my neck Aww. while I was crying. And she just sat there and hugged me and I was just crying and crying and crying. It was like, oh my goodness, like. Just crazy. It's so, I was so like sad. I was really, 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 really sad. Um, because she, she inspired me so much. Um, she did. She inspired me so much. Yeah. I had a, actually a different experience. Um, I, I believe this happened on a Saturday. I, I was thinking about this last night. I remember this so clearly. And I think I remember very clearly because it was the first time in my life where a, a public person died who was so close in age to me. So I remember it very vividly because it felt like I knew her. I think the plane went down on a Saturday night. And the very next day was a Sunday. And um, coincidentally, I must have had something to do with my parents because we were gone all day long. And somehow I ended up not watching TV all day long. Um, I was college age. And um, as soon as we got home, I still didn't watch any TV. And then I had to go to a company party that evening. Um, I worked a retail job and we had like a get together. When I got to the party, I'll never forget my coworker, and I remember exactly who it was. She came up to me, and she was looking so sad. She's like, girl, isn't it sad about Aaliyah? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you didn't hear? She died in a plane crash. And I was like, nuh-uh. No, she didn't. Like, I was like, no, she heard wrong. That's a rumor. That's a bad rumor. That is not right. Uh-uh. She's like, no, no, it's for real. It's for real. She actually really sad. I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's true. Like, I just didn't buy it. Um, and another one, another somebody else said, no, it's true. It's been on the news all day. Where you been? I was like, no. And then it dawned on me. I didn't realize I'd been gone all day. I hadn't watched TV all day. When they said that, I realized, oh, I haven't been around, mate, did, you know. But I was still going like, no, that can't be true. It's probably a really bad rumor. Um, I think there was some, some other things in the media where people were reported to have died, and it wasn't true. So I was totally like, uh-uh, you don't have the right information. Not Molly. Mm -hmm. She's young and healthy and beautiful. That doesn't happen to her. So, you know, went to the party, and I put it on my head, and as soon as I got home, I turned on MTV, and there was the tributes, and you could have knocked me over, like, I, I think I was just standing in place for the longest time, it was like, Aaliyah, rest in peace, and they did the whole birth date, that, what? I mean, I just remember being completely floored, and then I would spend the next week or so watching every piece of news footage that was on her because I just couldn't believe it. It took, 
I think it took a little bit long because I wasn't quite as emotional then as I am now to like really start getting like sad and like really sad to almost like tearing up. But I just could not believe it. It hit me really, really hard because like I said, she was only like a year younger than me. And mm-hmm. I didn't really at that point, I'd never really known anyone young to die. I had been lucky enough in my life that besides my grandmother and some other elders, I didn't know anybody in their teens or their 20s that died. So it was completely kind of alien to me. Young people don't die. Mm-hmm. We live forever as far as I'm concerned. I was in that invincible sort of stage where mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't it, even It couldn't grasp. happen to us. It can't right. happen to us. Exactly. So when this happened to her, it was this huge blow like, this is actually possible. This 22-year-old is gone. And the thing I was thinking about this last night, I mean, it really hit me hard. And it was probably the first really prominent celebrity death that I actually felt. I felt very emotional about it. Um, but the other thing that hit me hard about it was that, like I said, I was in that, that sort of invincible stage where I felt like nothing was going to happen to me ever. I remember following Aaliyah since day one, since the day I first saw that back and forth video. And I felt like I knew her. And I remember I loved her, but I also envied her so badly. Mm -hmm. I thought the world of her. I thought she was most highest exalted, most gorgeous singer. And I wanted to be like her so bad. Yes, exactly. Just like her name. And I remember when she passed, like I had this huge realization that here I am envying this girl, following this girl, like absorbed with her videos because I think she's so amazing and really she's everything I want to be like and she's gone and yet I'm still here like it gave me this huge perspective of how you could be here one day gone the next and how I wanted to be in her shoes Mm -hmm. and now her life is over Mm -hmm. and now she she would probably want to be in my shoes because I'm still here and it was just like a huge whoa for me i would go through the same thing about six months later when left i passed but this came first and even now i was watching some footage on youtube last night which there's actually a lot of disturbing things quasi documentaries about what happened but there's more in-depth information about the the plane and the crash and then there wasn't as much information we didn't have the internet like we do now but there's more information about like the investigations and what happened after that and it's just like it's just unbelievable to me it's still unbelievable to me like when i watch her videos she just looks like perfection to me and for that to happen i remember just feeling like mm-hmm. that wasn't supposed to happen that wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to happen and, and like i just as felt soon that. as she finished that amazing yeah. music video right. right after she finished it they haven't even cut it yet they right. haven't even finished right. editing anything it's the same day probably not even two hours later and the fact that we have this video and then i remember very shortly after the video released the creepiest, most eerie thing to see her swimming in the water and With she the looks sun so shining so down mean. on her yeah. while she's floating. Mm. Or she's walking to the beach and she just kind of st- stops and stares at the camera. I'm like, this is so eerie. Like, how does this happen? I'm still like, how does that happen? You shoot a music video and you get on a plane and bam. Like, it didn't even really get past the runway. Yeah, and your music video looks like you're saying goodbye to everybody. Yeah. And your music video is just this angelic, beautiful, and you're, you're leaving all of this gorgeous work. Yeah, all of it. Like, what else can I say? It was just like... Unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. Even in More Than a Woman, at the end where she's like sitting on the bike and her hair is floating in the wind and the sunset is behind her and she's just like on a bike like she's about to say goodbye to everybody. Just like it looks 
regal and amazing and just all I was like awestruck. I just remember being like, This is just so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. any of that, Charles? Yeah. I mean, I was on vacation with my mom and my sister. We was in uh my uncle on mom's side. So it's the four of us and his wife at the time. And uh like we just had the news on naturally and we're like getting eat dinner. And it popped up. And like I think I was personally noticed I was like like I saw like the the trees, like the fire, it was like mm-hmm. does that say Leon Bottom? So she turns around, she's like, No, nah, that can't be and I was like, Oh, it's happening, it is her. It's like like we all just like went quiet. Like we had been talking and laughing. And just just no noise in that whole living room. Like the like dining room area just like like we were glued to that for like five, ten minutes and just we couldn't say anything. Like like again, it's like my first like bit celebrity death too. Yeah. So it's like yeah, 'cause like and I knew she was like not that old. Like maybe like when my sister's age. Like my sister was like she must have been almost yeah, she was like twenty, twenty one. So yep. same age. So yeah, this was like surreal for me to have like a celebrity like die that I like was like getting more and more like familiar with. Right. Like, I knew it could have been, like, so much more for her. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, it was crazy. Yeah, I think that's the other part. It's, like, I felt like she was about to break out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and The Matrix was major. Yeah. Whenever yeah. she got yeah. cast in that, I was like, oh, yeah. her film career is about she, to go up. She was about to be bigger than Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I people like, would have been like Beyonce, who? Mm-hmm. I know, and I, I definitely felt like, like, felt like that would have been the start. Mm-hmm. Of probably more film, and she looked gorgeous on yeah. it. But I was, I was like, how? Oh. Kind of like Selena when I think about it. like she apparently mm-hmm. was about to break out in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about Selena right before it happened. Like they were talking about she's the singer, you know, Tiana, mm-hmm. and she about to release this thing in the U.S. I was like, oh, okay. And I think like two weeks later that happened. But um, it's just so crazy how that one can happen to Leah, but right at this pivotal moment in her career where she, I felt like she's about to blow up. And then she had all these projects lined up and I'm just like, how? And I, and then I thought about her family. I'm like, how do you even pick up the pieces? How do you move on? And how do you do any of it? I don't know. I still don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, with a child and especially a very successful and, and a very loved child. And mm-hmm. I still don't know. And then, like, didn't she have a brother who was, like, her best friend? Rashad, yes. I saw him so many interviews. I don't think I knew much about her brother prior to that, but then afterwards he did a lot of interviews, and he just seemed so sweet and so sincere, and they seemed really close. And it's just like everybody everybody came out, had nothing but beautiful things to say about her. It just seemed like she was a really sweet, loving person. Mm-hmm. She's very genuine. Everyone was so broken up about her. And so that made me feel like yes. what I thought was about her was actually true, that she mm-hmm. seemed like a really sweet girl. Yeah, They called her baby girl. Yes, nope. they did. And then they did the tribute song to her. Was that? No, so I. Sweet and yeah, Missy that, Elliott. Uh, was that, uh, and, uh, 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 was that the, uh, I Miss You? Was that? Yes. I miss you. Yeah. I Miss You. No, yeah, was, I Miss yeah. You was her single, right? But the video, everybody was, was in it. It was like white background. Yeah, that like, was a tribute video that yeah. he did to her. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Missy still wears like jackets with her face on mm-hmm. it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Missy keeps her memory going yes, on. That was her baby girl. Mm-hmm. I know, and I really love to see the celebrities coming out Yes, I ended up nicknaming my daughter baby girl. Oh, yeah. And I did. I called my daughter baby girl because 
It's just kind of like it's cute. And I think she has it inscribed on her tomb. I think they call it a tomb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's when I found out how much of a family she she was with like Timbaland and Missy. Like I knew they were cool, but like they spoke more about it. And it was just like, I'm, this is unbelievable. I mean, someone is so loved and brought so much, and it's so many gifts. <sighs> I know. I know. I, I feel sad that I had to even like go here. I'm just like, it is a part of the story, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna not, cry. Not, not, cry. Gonna cry. I'm not gonna, not gonna shed it. no tears. Though mm-hmm. if you had to, that'd be okay. <laughs> but um, she definitely left a legacy. She did. She, did. Um, she, she definitely did. On and Wikipedia, they say that they kind of nicknamed her the Princess of R and B, which I think is perfect for her because she really was. She did seem like a princess. Yeah, I mean, like she was definitely princess. Um, level she was she was fast approaching queen level but she oh, yeah can you imagine what she would be today girl beyonce who yeah. right like, 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 it would have been a lane for beyonce you know, like, it would have been tough for her to break out with like trying to mess up to like Aaliyah probably mm-hmm. beyonce right. who yeah beyonce would have been really really trying to catch up to Aaliyah mm-hmm. It's hard for me to imagine her doing music that's not good because all her music right. was always good. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Danced her ass off. She might have done more film. Yeah, I could have seen her like doing like some. Oh, yeah. I could see her in like action films, some sci fi. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I wanted oh, to goodness. mention. She would have been in Galaxy of the Guardians. Say the same thing. <laughs> Like, I was just about to say that uh, she did. Uh, um, Zoe Saldana, she's mm-hmm. my wife in a future life. Oh. But. <laughs> That's a good point. I could definitely see her doing it. I remember her doing an interview, I think, after Queen of the Dan, where she mentioned liking corn. And I remember that stuck in my head because at that time, I was just starting to really get into, like, rock music and alternative music. And to hear another black person admitting to liking the kind of music, I was like, yes, oh, you know. It made, it, it made me feel like a little bit like, oh, that's not so bad because, you know, I grew up in Baltimore yeah. Hood, but that's not cool. But. Yeah. At that age, I was just starting to like, like like some of that music, but you can't really admit it to everybody. And here she was, and it made me feel like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that's Can you cool. Imagine if that she would have been able though. to like, do like before it was Jay Z in the part, but it was like her and like some rock band, yeah, matching it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see it. Yo. Yeah, that would have totally been so dope. That would have been really cool. I definitely could see her in, in Guardians as something sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was about to say Star Trek. Yeah, she I was totally been Star Trek. She seemed like she was into trying different things. Yeah. Oh, Leo. <laughs> well, it was nice walking down memory lane thinking about her, you know, and the more we talk about her, play her music, that, that keeps her memory going. So that's all really good stuff. Yes. Yes. Any other final thoughts on her? I, feel, I don't know. I think. I, while we're doing this, like, I, we all, like, appreciate her so much, but. I think it's still weird how much Drake loves her, and like oh. I, th- I think like, like like Drake was like well is still like very obsessed with her and like he made like a posthumous like duet with her, like really? as a single yeah, hmm. I forget what it's called but yeah it's yeah he has like a very like odd obsession with like Aaliyah it's like it's not because like he grew up like the same time we were growing up mm-hmm. and like knew all her music but it's just like. This kind of came out randomly, like, like his obsession, like how he started wanting to do, like, mm-hmm. he, he wanted he, to do, did, like, he, did he have to wait until, like, his fiance, her her fiance was kind of, like, not so... Maybe, I don't know. Cause maybe he also did want to try to, like, do, like, a, like, a duet album, like, posthumous duet album. Like, I was like, really? Drake, no, calm down. Right. You have one song, maybe, but 
No, Lifetime did their little biopic yeah. on Aaliyah, which mm. I wasn't gonna bring up because it's not really worth mentioning. Not even a nice try, left, left, left up. Not even a nice try, Lifetime. I mm. did watch it, it was disappointing. It doesn't do any justice. Bye. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and anytime Lifetime comes up about this stuff, I'm like, just stop. Just, just, mm. just sit down. Right. Just, just sit down. If you're going Bless to do that, just sit down. I feel, I, you know, I partially, when I was younger, okay, when I found out about Aaliyah's death, um, I partially felt like there was some, some, someone sacrificed her because, mm-hmm. because like, I feel like someone set her up. I feel like it was set up. What? Partially. Who was set up? Like her death. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they did, I think they did a toxicology report on the pilot and say it came out like like alcohol, like uh, the cocaine system. They definitely found, I think, some pilot error. Um, the other thing I read is that the the, the plane was overloaded to mm-hmm. excess weight. Mm-hmm. I, they claimed that, that the pilot tried to tell them they couldn't and then gave in. But I heard that too. I feel like we don't really we can't really verify nobody what nobody happened. knows what happened. Nobody knows what happened because everybody is gone. The other thing mm-hmm. is right, everyone that was on there is gone. The other thing is that was not the type of plane they came in on. Exactly. So then, I, then I start to think well, does, why would they come with a different plane? It doesn't add up. A smaller plane. Mm-hmm. I don't know any conspiracy theories, but I know that there were definitely a lot of lawsuits and things like that, and I can't really call, really looked up what happened. But um, the pilot did die, but it's just, this is really awful. It's been too long and I'm lost without you. What am I gonna do? Said I've been meeting you. My final thought on her is that for me, she was just everything. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to be her. I admired her. Um, she was everything that I wanted to start. She was beautiful. She was gorgeous. She had a lovely singing voice. She always sounded beautiful. She was a skilled dancer, and I'm like, like I'm always about beats and dancing. Singers that just stand there and sing do not entertain me. I like people that sing and dance and pop and do all of that stuff. Um, and then she just sounds, she seemed like a really sweet and genuine person that everyone loved. And I loved her. I, I think because of the close in age thing, I felt like she could have been a peer or someone I knew. But um, she'll always be a part of my youth. And her music, even today, is hot. I mean, I was listening to last night. That, that shit don't get old. It really don't. It don't. So <laughs> that is her legacy for me. And, I, you know, she, she was definitely the princess of R&B. I think I think mm-hmm. that really sums it up. Well, thank you, Charles and Patrice. I, I think we thank you for going down mm-hmm. memory lane with me, Leah. Yes. Yes, snaps. You know, it's sad that it ended on a bad note. It's, it's sad that it ended the way it did. But the yeah. good thing is, um, it's twenty seventeen and we're still talking about her. Yes. Yep. We're still listening to her music. Yes. We still dancing, honey. Mm-hmm. And yes. So so she lives on as long as we keep 
talking about her and keeping her going. So that is a wonderful thing. Um, Charles, tell us again where to find Baltimore in Conversation and the Wacko Monologues. All right, so Baltimore Conversation, we're on Facebook. If you just look up Baltimore Conversation, we'll pop right up. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram, yeah. same name. And the Wacko Monologues is the Wacko Monologues, all one word, dot blogspot.com. Yep, yep. And Patrice, um, the Warrior Healer, did you want to let people know where they can find that or anything else? Oh, yes. Um, so the Warrior Healer is my best friend. Her name is Anani Anaru. You can find her on Instagram at the Warrior Healer. Good. All one word. Um, she also has a website that's thewarriorhealer.com. Um, we are working together to um, help people with um, holistic healing with through food and herbs. Mm. Um, and right now the website is in uh, under construction. You can still go on there and look at some things, but it's uh, better to just go to her Instagram and check out her um, meal plans and her positive words and how to not only heal your body, but your spirit and your mind. Um, so yeah. Beautiful, sounds lovely. I have to check that out. Well, I think this episode is a wrap. Hey, thanks for listening to Word to the Mother. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Until the next episode, we out.